It was back to work at Parliament for MPs today, at least some of them who are there, others still at home attending virtually. With a blockade around Parliament Hill, I'm sure many of you saw about over the weekend, and the Prime Minister testing positive for COVID, a hectic day, to put it mildly. Joining me now is Global News Ottawa Bureau Chief Mercedes Stevenson with more. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Ben. Um, first up, I mean, the protests continue today after a very busy weekend that I think a lot of us watched or paid attention to. What was the mood today? And honestly, how long could this last? That's a question a lot of Ottawa residents are asking themselves. Uh, I can tell you I live um, several blocks from Parliament Hill, but I am in the downtown core. Uh, when I woke up this morning, it was very early. It was dark out for morning show hits. Um, there was already trucks blockading my street. Those trucks are still there tonight. Um, this is a highly organized protest in that sense. Not that the organizers uh, are all necessarily on one page. There's a whole variety of demands, as you know. Um, but the fact that they had the trucks out there before the day even started said something about the plan. Um, and it has been a very complicated day for people who live in downtown Ottawa, as the last several days have been. Um, trying to drive through the downtown Ottawa core is extremely difficult. Uh, ambulances have police escorts to get through. Uh, because the traffic is just completely snarled. Today, I noticed on my street, anyhow, that the truckers had left um, the east-west thoroughfares open. That was not the case over the weekend. You couldn't get through on the side streets even, and it was a real problem. And it was quite dangerous, because if emergency vehicles can't get through, obviously that's an issue. Uh, there is no indication that the truckers are planning to leave anytime soon. There's a much smaller contingent today, but it's also people who are very committed to being here. And some of the folks who are Abigail Beeman, uh, who's one of the reporters in the Bureau we're speaking to, basically said they drove across the country to be here and they have no intention of leaving before their demands are met. And it was very clear from what Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said today, he has no intention of meeting with them, much less meeting their demands. Um, and, you know, we should also flag that some of those demands fall on other governments. For example, mask restrictions. Um, that's not something the federal government controls. They do control, obviously, the, the original beef in all of this, which was the federal vaccine mandate for truckers going to the United States. But even if Justin Trudeau did lift that, Joe Biden has one in place, too. So it, it doesn't really get you necessarily what you want there. But this is really a sense of, of frustration um, and literally wanting to be heard. And believe me, um, they're being heard in the sense that it's very, very loud. But how Canadians are receiving this will be another question. Given uh, the stalemate, essentially, between the demands, which can be quite unclear, and then the, you know, what the prime minister had to say today, what is the mood? What's been the mood today overall? The mood has been quieter, but a little more tense. Um, there's a lot more police. This morning, there was an active security situation on Wellington Street, which is the main street in front of Parliament. Uh, I had a police source share with me internal police communication that said a truck had struck a police car that was there as a barrier. And we saw a significant police response. But then the police really don't talk about that. They don't talk about a lot of what's go going on um, in the sense of their plans going forward. And that was a frustration for a lot of Ottawa citizens. And, and to their credit, there has not been conflict very much. There has not been the violence that some folks were worried about. There has certainly been pelting with snowballs, aggression uh, verbally towards people, aggression towards local businesses who want them to wear their masks inside. Um, but it's largely been a protest where we haven't seen violence. But there's been concerning elements. As you know, um, there was a swastika flag that was flying. There was a Confederate flag that was flying. Um, there was comments about, you know, the government not leaving until Justin Trudeau and the Liberals are out of government. 
the thing is not everybody at this protest shares all of those views. It's very uh, sort of disparate depending on who you talk to and what their mood is. What I think will be interesting in a potential mood change is if and when the Ottawa police start to crack down and enforce laws and say you cannot peacefully protest, which it may be peaceful protesting, by blocking a main thoroughfare for four days. Um, and that could be a potential change. Uh, but we don't know because at this point, the Ottawa police have basically said they are concerned that engaging the protesters could trigger violence, that it could incite violence. Um, so they've been trying to keep their officers safe. And I can tell you that is being met with a lot of frustration from Ottawa residents who would like their lives to get back to normal. The political response is always interesting, especially after the kind of weekend we saw. Did it shift at all today from what we had seen prior to the convoy arriving and then over the weekend? I mean, the Liberals were really silent about this at senior levels after sort of Thursday, Friday. They didn't address it that much over the weekend. You saw some people tweeting, uh, but it wasn't, for example, the Prime Minister. Uh, Aaron O'Toole condemning what happened at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and what happened with the Terry Fox Memorial, as well as the hate symbols that we're seeing expressed. Uh, But he did meet with the truckers over the weekend. I think there's a sense of concern from politicians on all sides about what elements are in there uh, and about how to deal with this. So while Justin Trudeau says he won't talk to them, his critics say, well, that could just make the situation worse. Um, The Liberals say potentially, but, you know, the demands that are being made are are not demands that the Liberals consider to be reasonable. Uh, And they're identifying the hate symbols and aggression towards local business. Uh, There was an incident on the weekend where protesters demanded food from a homeless shelter um, as being reasons why they're simply not going to engage. Uh, But this is in a lot of ways a wedge issue. And we've seen politicians on both sides really kind of leveraging that. Um, And you can just sense this big divide and this divisiveness right now uh, in Canadian politics. It's its a vitriol um, that I have seen building over the last two years, but unfortunately it seems to just continue to increase rather than dissipating. And the Prime Minister has tested positive for COVID-19. So if two of his kids, what happens now? Well, he's now in isolation. And it was interesting because I was getting a lot of folks um, messaging me on the weekend saying, this is, you know, sort of a conspiracy theory thing. He's faking it. He's afraid of the truckers. What COVID exposure? That's not possible. Um, PMO hadn't declared declared, uh, the prime minister's office that it was one of his children because they're a minor. They realized the situation that was happening, I think, and they put that information out. Um, Like lots of families, when you're exposed, other people in the family sometimes get it. He says he's feeling well at this point. He certainly at this point in the pandemic is able to conduct any of the business that he needs to uh, remotely. But it does politically for him take away the image of him having to walk by the truckers on Parliament Hill. Um, but it's it's very clear that the Prime Minister does, in fact, have COVID-19. And whether he's feeling well or not, um, doesn't matter if you're the Prime Minister, you can't come into your workplace. Mercedes Stevens, Stevenson, Global News Ottawa Bureau Chief, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Ben.